Hi there, I'm Karen Roby with ZDNet, talking today with Jason and Jason about the Supreme Court's take on Apple and whether iOS should be open to third-party apps. Uh, Jason Perlow, we're going to start with you on this one. It seems like you're thinking uh, they need to be open to third parties. Tell us your take here. Well, I think that they're going to have to do it eventually, uh, mainly because, uh, you know, even obviously if we understand the context of what happened here, the Supreme Court um, allowed a lawsuit to proceed that they started, you know, uh, playing with in 2011, this group of, of folks that is trying to sue Apple to allow them to uh, open the app store or rather open the operating system to be able to allow third-party applications to be sideloaded or installed or or a, or a app or an independent app store to be installed to sideload applications, much in the same way uh, Google's Android has this capability. So this has been percolating for a while uh, through the uh, the court system. Um, the Supreme Court has not made a judgment in, to say that Apple must do this, but what they have said is they have to now uh, allow this lawsuit to proceed. Um, the, for potential monopolistic practices. Now, I believe that eventually uh, the European Union uh, will probably uh, look at this and say, yeah, you know what, we should probably make Apple do this the same way that we have uh, had similar judgments against uh, Microsoft and Google in the past. Uh, so I think that um, Apple eventually will be forced into doing this. I think this is something that its customers should be allowed to do. Certainly, they allow software developers and enterprises to do this already under their developer program. So there's no reason why consumers shouldn't be allowed to do this as well. All right, Jason, uh, thank you for that. On the flip side, Jason Cipriani, uh, you disagree there. Uh, right now, the process is developers create an app, they submit it to Apple, Apple makes sure it complies by the guidelines, and that there's nothing malicious inside that app. If Apple is forced to open up iOS and it and allow apps to be installed from anywhere, it removes those protections that are in place that protect our data. And as we've seen recently, even with you know Facebook uh, and their VPN app, that we need those protections in order to keep our data safe. And with the amount of leaks that go on and database breaches, uh, anything we can do, any other steps we can have. Uh, in between us and our data and you know would be bad actors is more beneficial to everyone. All right, Jason, and, and as you alluded to there, this isn't just about Apple because uh, the implications down the road for other companies uh, you know, can be endless of what this is gonna mean. So uh, why don't we flip it back to you, Jason Perlow, of uh, what you think this could mean down the road should this go through? Well, ultimately, it means that you know other vendors like Microsoft and Google could be, uh, and Amazon and others could potentially be, uh, you know, in in the same boat. Meaning they would have to allow. I mean, I, Microsoft has always allowed independent op, uh, applications to be installed on their platform. Um, you know, it's never really been an issue with Windows. They have their own Windows Store, which really isn't, you know, uh, has they've never really blocked anyone from anything. But I think the the implication here. Uh, particularly as it relates to Apple, since we really only have one major example at this point, is that I understand, Jason, from the perspective of, yeah, this is a potential red pill, right? Once you open the, when you take the red pill, then that's it, everything has changed. But let's understand the type of things that have been blocked from these, this environment before. Independent browser engines such as Chromium, independent payment engines such as Samsung Pay. Um, there are other, you know, everybody loves Chrome. It's a great, it's a great browser platform. In my opinion, it's a better browser platform than Safari. Um, Microsoft is developing 
edge for Mac OS, they could port this, uh, that same browser platform to, uh, to, to iOS as well. So we don't know what the type of other types of things that are blocked. Certainly adult software uh, and, app, and other sites and, and, and content has been blocked from the App Store in the past. So I think that in order to have our, uh, our liberties, right, our freedom to uh, install certain things, sometimes it has to be, it, it, it isn't necessarily in the manufacturer or the ecosystem's interest um, to allow these things, but it's definitely in the consumer's interest to allow these things. All right, Jason, and we're going to switch it back to you, uh, Cipriani, for your final thoughts on there in, in response to uh, what Jason Perlow just said there. Yeah, and all valid points. Opening up and allowing Chromium to run on iOS is, would be beneficial to everyone. But like I said, it's a slippery slope in that I don't know if I trust everyday users, including myself, to take the warnings that Apple would have to integrate into iOS when I install an app from a third party. Um, like I said earlier, Facebook's VPN app, that was used through enterprise certificates. They paid teenagers and anyone under a certain age 20 bucks a month or whatever it was in order to access every single thing that person did on the device. There were some warnings, but the lure of getting $20 a month as a teenager just to install this app on my phone gave up a treasure trove of data to Facebook. And I'm not saying everything that comes from a third party is gonna be that bad, but right now there's protections in place to make sure that there's not malware or you know even zero day exploits or whatever it is on, on our devices. And at some point, especially even for myself on Mac OS, which has sandbox apps outside of the app store with Gatekeeper and on Android and side loading APKs, those alerts are just an annoyance and they're nothing that's taken serious. And so by keeping the app store and iOS locked down to the app store, I think those protections remain in place and keep us all a little bit safer on our devices. All right, some great thoughts there uh, from both of you guys. We appreciate it and uh, really important issues here that we're talking about and much more great discussion the next time on Jason and Jason. Thanks for watching.